So welcome back. Uh, we've got a couple more questions. We still have Ant and Nick with us uh, today. So um, we've been talking about problem finding and you know good, really good products uh, and all those kind of things and organic growth versus kind of growth hacking and all these kind of things. But I'm going to talk very quickly. I'm going to ask you guys really quickly about a product that I think we all love mm-hmm. in the room, which is and it already has been mentioned because uh, Nick I monzoed you. Which right. is now a, now a verb, apparently. So we just brilliant. No, no, no. So this, this. we're going to talk a bit about Monzo, if you don't uh-huh. mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah awesome. So Monzo is, you know, it's a, if you, if you don't know, you should go and check it out. It's a, a t- potential challenger bank, not quite a bank. Well, actually, they just have got their banking yeah. license. Starting to roll out banking license, uh, the banks, uh, full banking services to all of their customers now. And uh, they've grown incredibly well. Amazing product, really beautiful kind of app and all those kind of things. Works incredibly well. But I'm really interested to know what, what problem it is that Monzo are solving and how they've grown in the way that they've kind of grown to because actually it's kind of a bank right this. yeah yeah and you got some thoughts yeah so um so i think the problem so to, to give this some context last summer i spent um a couple of months in bali and uh one of the biggest problems that i had was that every time i withdrew money i'd be charged um i think it was like three pounds equivalent from the indonesian banks and then four pound from barclays um, and, and you know it was, it was minor, minor amounts, but every time you did it, and you know you can only take out like hundred pound at a time, you know it it would kind of you know build up by, over the couple of months. So I remember getting home feeling so frustrated that like oh I've spent like two hundred pounds on like bank fees, like this is so annoying. And I remember coming across kind of transfer wise and some other people that are trying to you know tackle that space, you know no hidden fees, zero commissions, and all of this. But I think that the problem Monzo are trying to solve and in my eyes are solving is that being able to provide people with currency without those you know fees that they charge uh, through the banks like around the world so i'm pretty sure and correct me if i'm wrong that the system they use is that they'll take money from other people's bank accounts in those countries and then send it to you if you're withdrawing from that country as well i don't know the, the mechanisms of how it works but I think that that's their USP. That's their like why I think it's grown so successfully. And the other side is that you know they're communicating in the 21st century. Like they've completely realised that people's attention is on their smartphone. That's where they want to do everything. The interface is great. You know the way that they communicate. I remember when I first got my Monzo card, I was waiting for it to be delivered and was on their waiting list. And I was like, when's my card going to arrive? And then they sent me a, a wink emoji and then said, oh, I'll be with you in a few days. You know what bank send you an emoji you know but they're communicating how we're beginning to get communicated to and and i always refer back to uh, gary vaynerchuk when he was uh he was addressing people at web summit when he kind of calls out to the crowd and he's like who in the room is 40 years old or or older and sent a poop emoji in the last 24 hours <laughs> and then everyone laughs because he's like well because that's how we communicate now right and i think that they've just done something so great there that they're they're kind of going against the grain of what conventional banking is like, and they've done that really well. And then their referral program um, is awesome as well. I've almost seen myself as like a Monzo salesman, and I have no affiliation I've sent out with it. So many golden tickets. Nineteen golden tickets I've sent. How do you know? Because I, I've counted. So every <laughs> single, because one day I will meet the CEO of Monzo, and I'll say I've referred a heck of a lot of people to this bank. Yeah, if Tom's listening. We need you on the pod. So because every six, time, six, six, and, yeah. then, and then on top of that, and I'll, and I'll go on. I mean, when you take your card out, I remember before I had one. Um, 
And I'd see all these people with these flashy cards at, at the co-op on Waitrose, and I'd be like, what is this bank? Like, I need to know what it is. And, and it's like that mystery around what, what they've... I, I think they're just brilliant. I think what they've done is I think is, they just do the basics really well. Really, really well. Because they're, they're not blowing, like, the, like your mind with the, like, technological, no. like, excellence of it. No. It's just about going, if we were to build a bank right now, what would we do? And what, would the, what are the little things we'd do? And they're doing those. Yeah. And everyone's loving it. Definitely. That's really, I, 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 I totally, I'm totally a fanboy as well, I would say. <laughs> um, like, yeah, and there's no connection other than, uh, yeah, a, a wannabe connection, really. Um, and I think you're right. Like, we are, we are you know, your, um, your one fan thing mm-hmm. you were talking about earlier. Like, the fact that you have the power to introduce people mm-hmm. is the single most amazing growth strategy. Organic you growth. You feel good yeah. when you do it. The person you send, to, the first time you get sent some money as well is mm-hmm. like boom like yeah. it just and if you do it with someone in the room have you done that have you said yeah, some money yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. the little notification pops up it's yeah. like yeah that's amazing really good feeling I was gutted actually because I tried to introduce this to my um, my partner my fiance and it took her about a year to actually like do the golden ticket I was absolutely gutted I couldn't persuade her of all the people that I should have been able to persuade that this is a good thing for mm-hmm. her it took her by far the longest out of everybody that I know. So good. I did get there eventually, so finally now she gets her um, So yeah, but I'm interested actually because I've never used it abroad, so mm-hmm. actually that isn't necessarily a USP for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what it's there to serve for me. I do get, however, I do, I do really enjoy taking the card out. I mm-hmm. love the fact that people want to kind of talk about it. And, I feel mm-hmm. like and the notification straight away for something is really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that you can itemize it so, so easy as well. I use it now Definitely. for all of my expenses. So I can see all the expenses right there and then and that gives me my accounting. Mm-hmm. Splitting, yeah. splitting bills. Definitely. Splitting bills. I, think, I think what they're doing really well is that they're not, they're not trying to reinvent the wheel. They're just trying to make the wheel work better if that's that's even an analogy because like banking already is like it you know there's a few banks that have really great apps there's other banks that have really terrible apps but i think they're just they've understood how people want their interface to look they they want it to be easy i can just you know fingerprint um recognition i'm in and then i can just send money easily and they haven't they they've got rid of the junk in my opinion you know without having you know real retail bank um, banking spaces and and things like that they've just they've been able to get trim the fat almost and i think that the whole user experience of, of you know how you use the thing is just brilliant because it's simple it looks good you know it's modern and it kind of feels like any other app that you'd use um, and I think that's why they're doing really well. Um, yeah, to sponsor this podcast. I think we'll try. Do. Yeah, we'll absolutely reach out to Monzo for a little bit of sponsorship here. Yes. Uh, I think we've, you know, collectively we've probably introduced quite a lot of people to Definitely. Monzo, either through the Golden Ticket or just through the, uh, the events and those kind of things we've been running as well. So we have done you well. We've done you proud, Monzo. Um, I think, uh, yeah, so also one of the other things, this is a bit sad, <laughs> uh, and a bit, another thing I'm gutted about is that I had a Mondo card. Right. This is before they changed. Oh, the before name. they changed. Oh. So I was like, I was properly proud of that because mm-hmm. that means I'm pretty early in the. You know, I've still money, got one. Still got You've still got yours. Oh yes. My wallet got stolen. and It got taken. Oh, no. <laughs> but the best thing about the, the Monzo for me is the freeze. 
So you can freeze your account instantly mm -hmm. and then you can unfreeze if you find it. Mm -hmm. So Nick and I think we were, yeah, we went out one night until quite late. Freeze. I thought I'd lost, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I thought I'd lost cool. it, I froze it. The next morning I went to the pub where we were, found it, found my, my wallet, still there amazingly. And I was able to unfreeze my Monzo. All my other bank cards I had to cancel, I had to wait for a week for them to come through the yeah. post. So, 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 so good. Yeah. Anyway, Monzo, big fans, clearly. Big fans. Yeah. Here's another challenge for you. I want you to talk about another app or another company or something like that that you just you love you've they've identified a problem for you that you like is that you can you literally cannot live without and you want to share it with the rest of the world Ooh. tough one tough there's a one. lot of apps there's a lot there are it, it depends are you talking in a business sense or in person oh, no, well, let's do a business one and let's do, okay. a, do a business one and then they can do a personal one something like that you can you can you are allowed to look at your phone at this point okay and see what let me just quickly uh, i'm gonna look through my app so i'm loving coinbase at the moment Cool. Absolutely loving it because um, I've never really done any invest investing. Um, I've never done any kind of foreign exchange uh, buying or anything like that. Um, and it just seems really accessible to get into. Um, it's super simple. Um, and I, I can't keep my eyes off it. I keep checking back to see, you know, the numbers. And um, recently, very, very bad. But um, yeah, I just, I'm really, really impressed by it. It's funny because as soon as you said it, I instantly opened it without even thinking. I instantly opened <laughs> my Coinbase account. And actually, it's, it's got a little bit better. Uh, over the last couple of days, it did definitely drop quite a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, and what is it? So actually, is that one more about the ease of entry into a kind of investor kind of world? Is that what the problem is solving for you, do you think? Yeah, I think it was. Um, but also when I first came in, you could see that the um, like cryptocurrencies were doing really well, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, they were increasing really, really rapidly. So it also felt amazing because you were like, whoa, made loads. Um, but then basically lost it all in the last like week or two. Um, so that, that was a great start into it. Um, yeah, and you get that kind of instant gratification, you get that instant kind of win, you feel like you're making money for doing nothing. Yeah. Boom, yeah. yeah. Like, I've, got a, I've got a portfolio of investments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I've got passive income. Yeah. I've like spread my, uh, my chicken's eggs out. Like, mm -hmm. I am winning at life right now. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then you lose like 10 pounds <laughs> and you're like, oh no. <laughs> Just a quick one, this is not investment advice <laughs> as such, but you should feel free to get involved in and anything blockchain based because I do think that's an interesting <laughs> technology that's going to be happening and Definitely. kicking off big time in the next few years I mm -hmm. think and I think actually on the blockchain whole thing like there, there's a lot of discussion and um, and excitement around blockchain but not that many problems being solved necessarily with the blockchain lots of ways that you know ideas and, pro and, and potential products but some of the problems um, not necessarily being solved yet. I think they're going to be start to be solved. Really, you're going to get some really good problems that are going to be solved using blockchain um, because of the distributed ledger and all that kind of thing, and the trust and the and, and the verification that you get with all of those, that side of things. So, going to be really interesting to see how that pans out and what problems mm -hmm. blockchain is able to solve that otherwise you just wouldn't be able to solve without something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, fascinating. So, for me, my apps. Um, I think. For, I'll do a personal one first. Spotify for me is just like a godsend. Spotify premium, music offline, like on the tube, that is just like still blows my mind from the days when I was walking to school with like my, my tape player attached to, to my hip. And, and now that you can just have you know, thousands and thousands of, of, of songs um, on your phone, for me that, that's huge. And then from a business standpoint, I think Facebook. Um, simply because if it wasn't for 
having a Facebook profile, I would have never attended a webinar that I that I saw in I think it was early 2014, which was like an introduction to Facebook marketing and social media and all this stuff. Right when I needed it as well, it was almost like they knew that I needed some kind of like inspiration. So I remember I remember sitting on this webinar for about three and a half hours, um, right in the in the dead of summer. And everyone else is like, you know, celebrating, they finished their third year. And I was like, oh, you know, I want to figure out this stuff. And from then it just spiraled into this complete passion and like curiosity around wanting to learn everything about it. Um, and it's when my, I made my, my first, you know, ever amount of money for myself. You know, it's the first time I was able to, you know, say that I made this money personally, not working for a company or anything like that and you know you never forget those moments so for, for me Facebook um, is just incredible almost life-changing well is life-changing for me um, and the potential of it moving forward as well in the next two three years you know it's gonna it's gonna be a beast um, it's it's just crazy the potential of that platform cool amazing I've got a couple as well I'm gonna throw throw in um, on a similar theme for the Monzo um, I've just started to use a, a new bank for freelancers as I've now freelancing um, and kind of set up other businesses and that's called Coconut, Coconut Bank. So very similar to Monzo in the way that, um, you know, it's got amazing, really nice app, very beautiful, all those kind of things, some really good branding coming on, on side with that. But it works out your tax for you. It can, you can do invoices directly through the app. It's all app only as well, so it's mobile only. It automatically kind of sends or can will send um, invoices at the moment. It kind of downloads a PDF and then email themselves. But it works out your tax for the year. So it's absolutely beautiful. It kind of like, I'm thinking it's zero plus bank account, essentially, right? That's really cool. Which is really good. Everything in one place, all that kind of thing. Really, really nice. And the other thing actually that I can't live without right now, and I've been back and forward with this app for probably, I mean, it's, it's been going for about 10 years, and I think it's the 10th anniversary now. But, but for the, probably the last eight or nine years, I've been using it backwards and forwards, but can't live without it, and it's Evernote. So I literally Evernote everything. The new things that you can do with Evernote over the last couple of years are amazing with the Clipper, Web Clipper, and all those kind of stuff, with dictating notes, with presentation mode is beautiful you can kind of scribble on it and all those kind of things some that's really awesome. nice things with Evernote and like that's my it's my it's where I put problems it's where I put ideas it's where I put anything that I find on the internet it's where I write it's all those kind of things it's kind of Evernote's my world now and uh, yeah it's what going really really love that so amazing thank you all so much uh, I think that's covered off some pretty pretty awesome technologies mm -hmm. pretty awesome problems that otherwise wouldn't be able to solve be solved if they had not done some of these yeah. things one of the other things i wanted to talk about really 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 quickly about this kind of because we we're talking about growth and we talked about problems and we talked about getting those uh, super users and super fans and stuff and one of the things that monzo did come back to them really briefly really really well is they engaged with the community that they knew were going to love what they did mm -hmm. so they opened the doors to their offices they opened their door to the developers they opened they did hackathons, they got people involved, that then once they invested, once they've invested some of their time in something, more than just kind of, you know, activating your app or whatever, mm -hmm. there's so people are so much more bought in. So when you can open the doors up to the community, welcome them in, get really good Facebook pages, communicate really well through that, all that kind of stuff is so, so, so invaluable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where you can really get your super fans. For sure. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so a couple of final questions on this uh, pod. And, um, Here's one for you both. If you had all of the money and all of the time, what one problem would you focus on? There's one problem, you had all the money and all the time. To solve one problem, what, sort, what problem would it be? For me, it would be the education system. So I feel that at school, I didn't learn the things um, 
that would have helped me be the best that I can be. I feel that um, I've learned them, I picked them up along the way. So about kind of entrepreneurship, about business, innovation, like psychology, um, about languages, around like interacting with people, um, meditation, yoga, like all this great stuff. Um, I never learned that at school and I would love to have been able to do that. When I was living in Colombia, I saw Shakira um, and then she had a school there um, in Barranquilla where I was living. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. Like she built that in the poorest part, of, like, you know, a really poor neighborhood and um, was actually abs able to like, make such a big impact. I'd love to build some schools that are able to teach people that I think um, I, didn't quite, I didn't learn when I was younger uh, and help them to learn those things. Um, so that would be the problem that I would solve. Amazing. I think the most amazing thing from that was that you were more impressed by what Shakira had done rather than what she looked like. But anyway, that's. Really <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> I, I, you know, obviously, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a teacher. Was for many years in the formal system and uh, decided to move away from the formal system for many reasons, but but mainly because of that exact reason, right? I, you know, I can empathise entirely with that kind of schooling. It didn't give me the the background that I needed necessarily. I've had to learn a lot of where I've gone to from. From, for myself and I think we've all done that a lot mm -hmm. in, in the room and probably a lot of people that we know as well and uh, and I think there's real issues I, I, I can't talk too much about it but one of the one of the projects that I'm working on at the moment is to do designing a new degree which is trying to get somewhere towards solving some of those problems for young people as well it's not a degree that's just about um, about academic learning this is about lifelong learning this is about mm -hmm. learning how to learn it's about how to solve problems how to kind of create ideas really quickly how to test them how to work with real people on a freelance or in a big business kind of world as well it's all around kind of digital design is the main focus but mm -hmm. it's it's much more than graphic design it's much more it's it's kind of trying to encompass that whole future work kind of ethos mm -hmm. of needing to to learn stuff when you need to know it and how to find it and all those mm -hmm. kind of things so how about you and what kind of big problem would you solve if you had all the money and all the time uh, it's a tough one because i'm i'm almost leaning towards like this educational kind of system because i i'm completely the same i, I think that there were so many things I wish I'd learned and was exposed to when I was at university that I just that just wasn't in front of me. It just I didn't have a clue about it. I had to go out there and find it out myself. But I think before that, something that I personally, you know, and and I know this for for a lot of my peers as well, is that the idea around like self awareness and really knowing who you are and what you want to achieve in life. Because I think you know the education and all that is great, but unless you really know what you want to do and you know where you see yourself because I, I think that skill is really lost on a lot of people I, there's so many people that I know that are in you know jobs they hate every time you go for a beer with them all they're doing is complaining and and all this stuff and, and you just think okay well make it make a change what is it that you want what, what do you want to do moving forward and then they'll tell you everything they want to do and they say oh I want to do x y and z and you're like go do that but yet they won't do it and you know I think it comes back to that idea behind mindset and you know, if, if you could have some kind of product that could just, you know, instill this, this idea of like the perfect mindset, the growth mindset that's going to allow them to achieve everything they want in life, you know, then, then that's what I'd, so I'd want to say. I think that's a really wanna... interesting point that you've made at mm -hmm. the end there about people talking about ideas and then you go, well, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. Um, so bringing it back to Spencer a little bit. Um, so we've, you've, you've already written um, at least one and a half blog posts and you've done, you know, a podcast now. How are you feeling about your original idea of um, pursuing uh, this kind of um, 
problem-solving kind of uh, podcast and blog thing? Well, I think I think what we've done today uh, and over the you know the last kind of hour half whatever it is that we've been talking, and and actually we've been doing this we're kind of having informal chats about this for a while. Um, I think what we're doing is only scratching the surface of this actually, and. Definitely. What I what I now think I know more than I did do before we engaged in this podcast is that there is a lot more to uncover, and that's really exciting, right? Because I didn't even know whether there was like let's get meta here, right? I didn't know if there was a, a problem with problem finding necessarily. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know whether that was an interesting thing to explore. Actually, walking in the room today, there was another uh, old friend of ours um, who was saying that he's just written three hundred words for his work on exactly that what problem finding is and what the problems are that they're trying to solve with this kind of new piece of technology that they're doing so it's kind of weird how he said to me i wish there was better reference material online (laughs) for problem finding not just solutions and not just solving problems because you see so much about solving problems but you don't necessarily see the things about what the real real like proper problem is that you're really trying to solve so i think we're just scratching the surface it's really exciting um and you know i think we should have lots more of these and if we get some people listening to it then if you want to come on definitely definitely get in touch awesome yeah yeah thanks for having me it's been great no worries thank you both absolute pleasure awesome so uh, thank you all and thank you everyone for listening um we are going to be doing this more and more i'm sure and uh, you'll hear lots more from these guys but also myself uh, over the next few weeks. Perfect. Cheers, Brilliant. guys. Bye. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you.